Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your grievance. That means it's a good grievance. And bring it to the Luxury Lounge. If you want to be read... If you want your complaint heard, you got to email jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about in the title. So Luxury Lounge, ba-da-da-da. Luxury Lounge, ah-da-ah. I don't know what your complaint is, so I won't say it for you, but we have some great complaints in front of me today. We have... Uh, nothing in Europe is free. Apartment gym doesn't have Wi-Fi, and so on and so forth. So we're gonna get into the complaints. Keep sending them in. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We love your complaints. Uh, if you're out there in Virginia Beach, I'm coming. Virginia Beach, San Diego, California, um, Houston, Dallas. Toronto, Vegas, Perrysburg, Ohio, Irvine, California, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. So, jaredfreed.com for tickies. Assemble the group chat. I'm going to have new material. By that point, we'll be done with taping the special, and you can come out to a show, and it's going to be very loose I can tell you that right now it won't you know when you're going look you're when we're mining for that new material it's gonna be a loose loose set but I, I listen I'll bring the funny you know that you know I you know how I do bring the funny that's right always be ABF always be funny I will be there the wizard of ha with his bag of tricks. Also, we're on YouTube. If, if you're listening and you're like, I'm not a YouTube person, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's, 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 there's clips. There's, you know, there's, there's full episodes of the podcast. We are, I'm, I'm taping over Zoom. I'm in Boca, the J Train Podcast Studios South. Um, I'm in Boca, coming back to New York tomorrow. Very excited about today's guest. First time in the J Train Podcast universe. Hilarious comedian, Laura Sogar. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Great to be here. Where are you coming from, Laura? So I'm in New York right okay. now, but um, I'm happy that we're on Zoom. I flew in last night from Greece. So Greece. we're talking about Europe. Europe complaints later on. Let's talk about it. Well, how was Greece? What made you go out there? Why this time of year? I went to the south of France, as some of the listeners know, in the summer. It, I was watching on Instagram stories. Uh, I saw the stories. You're in Greece. I was like, oh, my God, this is a whirlwind adventure. So uh, what was going on there? Yeah. So uh, a couple of years ago, we made the my boyfriend and I made the realization that it's like the same price to fly to Europe over Thanksgiving week as it is to fly to, say, Tampa, Florida, where my parents live. Really? It's not the same price. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm picking Europe every time. If it's the same price, we're going to Europe. Yeah, if I'm deciding between Paris and St. Pete, I'm going with Paris. Yeah, Cleve. No, that's interesting because I, I guess that is the that's the capitalism right there. They're going, hey, people got to go home. They ain't going to Greece. Most people are going to go to Tampa on Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving doesn't exist in Greece, so who would go there? You know, it's not a... Is the flight empty? Surprisingly, no, but uh, probably less flights, but same price. So I guess there's the other people who have the same idea as me. We're like, uh, I don't need turkey that bad. Like, I'm wow. going to be okay. I'll be fine. It is funny that there's like a cost for, there's like an upcharge because they know you have to deal with your parents. You, because of your parents being like, you're not coming home for Thanksgiving? Now they're actually the reason that they're like, yeah, Tampa flights, jack them up. Yeah, it's like insult to injury. You're like, on top. no, I'm not paying three times the price that is normally to go domestic. It's not happening. So how did you... So we go international. So every year we pick a new spot and uh, we, you know, head out for the week. It's an easy week to take off work. Um, I, I mean, this is this is like the type of life hack that should be 
put out as a life hack, but everyone's too afraid of their family. So I do have a, uh, a twist on that. I'm German. So okay. my mom's from Germany. So she does not care. <laughs> giving it all. It's her favorite holiday mm. to talk shit about America. That's all she likes to do on Thanksgiving, <laughs> typically growing up, you know what right. I mean? Which is fun for a while, but at a certain point, you're like, mm, we got it. Like, Twitter exists to kind of do that, too. So I'm just going to go to Greece. How about that? <laughs> well, it's so... Uh, I- I'm sure that sounds great, a, like a woman with a German accent talking, oh, look at these Americans, these fat Americans eating their stuffing. Stuff your face, right? Like, I, I'm sure that really looks great. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. And you're like, you eat primarily German food. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's bad. Like, it's bad. So I don't want to hear it, Mom. Like, bratwurst and sauerkraut, are you kidding? One time, that's great. Other than that, we're all set. <laughs> uh, German food is very farty. It feels very gastrointestinal. Have you spent time in Germany? Have you gone for like a couple days before? No. Oh, listen, you get there and you're all excited. You're fired up. Get a bratwurst sauerkraut. Sauerkraut right. is built to destroy your insides and mm-hmm. just make everything rot within there. And it's just fun. acidic. It's, I'm, on, I'm there with my boyfriend at a certain point, you know. I go, I have one of those meals, all is well. The next day, what's up? What are we eating now? Oh, guess what's on the menu? It's German food again. And this is when things, you, know, you start to panic a little bit. And you're like, okay, <laughs> again? Okay, we're having it. Fine. Exciting. Yay. A little bit, maybe an extra beer. Okay. Third day, you got to get out. Like, you've got to go because this is a disaster. There's no vegetables, no vegetables in their diet, apparently. Right. Some and Germans can be mad at me. And I'm like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's kind of the great part about America being America is like, you go down the street, you have options. German food, they're like, it's all German food. Like, you're going to get, you know, you, of course, you can get, like, Chinese food, I'm sure, but, like, you don't go to Germany to get Chinese food. Exactly. That's the thing is that, like, the you, you go there to, like, see what they're traditionally having, and um, it's a couple things. It's sausage and fermented cabbage. <laughs> that's what they're eating. Perfect for a romantic and potato salad. Potato salad. Yeah, that's what you want on a romantic vacation with your significant other. Potato salad and acidic cabbage. So listen, we're gonna go to the lounge. Um I, I did so it wasn't an issue to tell your family. Is it is the weather nice? So we good question. Most people go to Greece obviously in the summer to go yeah. to the beaches. Um we like to hike. And there's a lot of stuff actually in the northern part of Greece. So, by the way, their winter is like 60 degrees and sunny. Right. It's not crazy. No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, it's like the gorgeous equivalent of a fall day. So, we actually went to the northern part. Uh, we did Athens for a little bit, then uh, drove up and hiked in these monasteries. Like, this place is so old. They have monasteries on top of these like massive rock formations called Meteora. So we hiked around there. We went to Delphi, which is where like the Oracle was. So it was very like history and hiking kind of combo. See, this very, is... very wholesome, good walking around, just, just doing hot girl walks around <laughs> Northern Greece. <laughs> this is where your vacation loses me because I like to be fat American on European beach. So I would have to find this. This fancy, I don't know, maybe the Canary Islands. I'd have to find an area that I could still do the Thanksgiving beach because this is the beauty of a Boca Thanksgiving. So I'm down in Boca for Thanksgiving. Like, yes, I, it costs a little more, but I, yes, it's the same as Europe. But I would rather be, as long as I'm on a beach, I don't care who is screaming at me in my right ear to take your shoes off when you go in the house. Like, I, I, I'll deal with a mom to be on a beach. There you go. I mean, if it was February, I'd be all about it. Same thing. Right. But, but by Thanksgiving, I can still do no beach. Right, been, I'm okay. You're still okay. Summer isn't that far in the rear view mirror that you need this beach experience. I get that. And my parents are also in Florida. So I have like, I'm like, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming, right? And I'll probably end up on a beach for Christmas. How, we can we can put it together. How does your boyfriend's family take him not coming home for Thanksgiving? Are they also out of country people, or so? Um, 
he never really seems to bring it up. So I guess he's, uh, it's just, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess they're cool. Like, All right. I think at this point he's like, I guess we're just doing what she, Laura says. <laughs> That's I guess the, the travel plans for, no, I think he just calls his parents and goes, Hey, Laura said we're going to Europe. And they're like, That's fair. Good luck. We'll we'll put away some turkey in the freezer. We'll be there when you get back. All right. So listen, I want to get into the complaints. We're going to do our complaints. I have a complaint. Laura, do you have a complaint that you could talk about with us? Oh, I uh, listen. Half my personality. I swear. What Perfect. <laughs> you want? To, you want to go first? You want me to start? I'm going to go first. Uh, before we get into the complaints, we are sponsor people. Oh, it's gift giving season. Who doesn't love getting new undies for the holidays? Nobody. That's who. Me undies is your go to spot for snuggly soft undies. I have me undies. I love me undies. They've been a sponsor with us for years. I'm going to say the same thing to you that I say all the time with me undies. Right now, you have a pair of underwear that you're dealing with that you don't really like that you wear when everything else is in the wash let's give a gift to ourselves by replacing that undies that we don't like with something we're gonna love it's gonna be the front of the rotation underwear and here's the other thing if you feel that way that means someone in your life feels that way so you're solving a problem in your gift giving so go for uh go with me undies from undies and bralettes to pj sets me undies has something for every name on your list available in sizes extra small through 4xl me undies has everything you need to make your favorite people smile this holiday season all in one convenient place this year holiday your way with me undies to get 20 20 20 percent off your first order free shipping and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash jtrain that's meundies.com slash J Train here with Laura Sogar. Here's my complaint. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? The Black Friday emails. There's too many of them. And they have tracked us. It is unbelievable that Black Friday through today, it is Monday. I'm still getting emails for 10% off, 20% off, 30% off. And it's like, and it's from every company I've ever shopped at. Is is this what they wanted to get our emails for? Is to get us on also a day you're taking advantage of us. You're really prying at us you're really coming at us at our most vulnerable state a day where we're like i know i should be shopping holiday season oh my god at least with a podcast like i just did a read for me undies yeah it's there for you if you need it i'm not making my way into your email because i bought some you bought something for me seven years ago it feels like it is an attack there are so many and it used to be a few you know, internet companies. It'd be the ones you expected. You know, it'd be like, hey, you shot, you ordered something on the internet from us before. You might want to order something again. Now, I'm getting Black Friday emails from the the energy company, Con Edison. Why is why is my heating company, what am I buying? What marketplace am I going to? What am I going to get? Is it 20% off my electric bill? If it's that, yeah, sign me up. But what am I going to get from you? What am I getting from you, Con Edison? Why Why is a hotel that I stayed at six years ago all of a sudden being like, hey, where you been? It's like an ex that you never expected. You Didn't you have kids? Didn't you, didn't you get married? Why are you messaging me? It's gotten out of control. And, and also... My last point on this, if everyone's doing it, no one's doing it. 
I now don't even look at the emails because there's so many. So none of these companies are getting out of this what they think they might be getting out of this. Just because it's Black Friday, just because it's Cyber Monday, just because it's a weekend where we're like, oh, shopping is back. Now I'm more in delete mode. Now I'm more in I don't read these mode. I'd rather pay the extra than have this come. And then I never unsubscribe. And then it becomes... A, a, a reflection on me and my laziness. All these emails come in and I go, Jared, this is your fault. This is why you got to stop drinking. This is why you got to start sleeping more. You don't unsubscribe from emails. This is representative of everything in your life that you do wrong. So now these companies are making me go down a rabbit hole of depression of how I have ruined my own life. So companies, I'm not buying from you. I'm not taking your deal. I'm not taking the money. This is the year of unsubscribe. I'm going to start unsubscribing. And if your unsubscribe takes more than two clicks, you should be arrested. You should be put out of business. The fact that the FCC, right? Like immediately, <laughs> immediately. I want you. I, I when it goes, are you sure? Why are you leaving? The minute they go, why are you leaving? I, 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 I want to run to the police. I'll go shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> Biden, Biden, shut them down. <laughs> Get Joe on the phone. We didn't do it. <laughs> That's my complaint. I'm so fired up. Laura, Laura, do you have a complaint? Oh, my God. Well, can I just add on to your complaint for two Please. seconds? Because I have a, a couple bullet points I'd like to mm. add under there. If your Black Friday sale does not exceed the new customer discounts, right. it's not a Black Friday sale. No. And I will, I will lose my mind right. at how angry I am. If I realize they got 15% off for just making a new Gmail somewhere, right. and that's what you're, you're spamming me about, Black Friday sale... I'm never shopping from you again. Right. You got to wow. It's never me. happening. This used to be this. You got to wow. It's better three. It better be like, like you're taking a loss. If I don't feel like I'm causing harm to your company right. with how good of a deal I got, like you're going to have to write in your end of year reports that your black Friday sale, like was just a miscount. If I can't get that kind of satisfaction, then I don't want the email. Don't Part send it to me. Part of the Black Friday deals was that we would become your marketing team. If you give me such a good deal, I'm going to go, have you heard? They're doing 50% off at so-and-so. That was part of the deal. So where'd you get those? Oh, I got them. And we're going to reference the deal we got. And it just feels like they've forgotten what this is all about. You're totally right. It's the spirit of the season. The spirit of the uh, – this is – it is – it drives me wild. Yeah, we have gotten lost because to them it costs them we nothing. We forgot the meaning of Black Friday. We've forgotten the meaning. This is what our capitalistic society was built on. And and the thing is because and you know why it is? Because the email's too easy to send. They got your email, it's too easy, it costs them nothing. So we're just gonna bother you. Yeah, it's horrible. So Laura, let's get to your complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. So my complaint, and this maybe is a little bit New York woman specific, but uh, it could probably apply to women as a whole. Mm. Uh, workout classes are too hard. They are too hard. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The women in New York are going to workout classes. Like, have you been to Solid Core or any of those? No, is that that is a class for Pilates, right? It's like a high intensity Pilates. It's like Navy SEAL training, Jerry. Right. I swear, and I did athletics. Like my background is in athletics. I was you a swimmer for a very long time. An Olympic swimmer. A, a U.S. Olymp or national team member. So I went, got a silver medal at Worlds. Point is, I was I was training. I was doing a right. lot of sports. 
I went to a solid core class right before Thanksgiving. Never been before. It was like, oh, you know, holidays. I kind of like, got to get together. I like, got to go do a little workout. There's literally no reason women in New York need to be in that kind of shape. There's, there's, we're right. It's like your fight. It's like you're training to fight someone on the right. street. Like, what are we, <laughs> why, why? Right. <laughs> Let me add on to this because I used to go to Barry's boot camp all the time. And- the exact same thing. For what reason are we doing? Why do I need to run at 14 miles an hour ever in my life? Am I, am I being chased? Let me, I agree. I agree. Let me give a plug to Forzag at Forzag on Instagram. I do his workouts. Your, your, your contained workout, whether it be Barry's or Solid Core or Forzag, has to offer a plus to me waltzing around the gym or going on a walk or going for a run. How do you exceed? The, the, how do you make the, the workout I don't want to do better? Here's what I'll say to Forzag. Forzag makes it so I can do his workout within five feet of space in a, in a, in a hotel gym or on a field or at my parents' garage. And, um, and it's a contained workout where after I'm done, I'm like, I have accomplished something and I feel great about myself. That is the best compliment I could give. And that's why I tell people to follow Forzag all the time to the point where people make fun of me for it. Fine. Go follow Forzag. I'll keep saying, I'll scream it from the rooftops. These classes, they have to offer, I don't want to go, I'm not fixing myself in one class. You go to the class to break up your routine. That's the the, the added value. They got to have music. If they don't have music that that does, if they have music that doesn't make me want to run through a brick wall, then you have done your class wrong. If I'm sitting there listening to, oh, these are the new jams for today. No, I want Welcome to the Jungle. I want to go to my, into my, your music needs to bring me to a place where I want to go to war for this instructor. It's exactly the same thing as like when the beat, when the bass is about to drop in like a club beat, it's that moment the entire 45 minutes. Right, where no, you're no, just no. Like, we have to build to that. Throwing weights. I want to. <laughs> like, that's a berries or a solid core experience. Right. The entire time, it's like max heart rate, frantic. Just frantic now, energy. I want to build to that. I want to start it like low and then move up. And then at the end, I'm doing my sprint. Here's the other thing about these classes. Where's the fun? Where's the gamification? Make this fun. Let's do some leapfrog. Let's do some stuff together. Let's do some relay races. They have all become, they've lost all the fun. So like, you're just trying to get through an hour of this arduous task to survive. Instead of going, you, these classes are supposed to take your mind off of that the workout is hard. So if you're walking out and your only thought is, that was difficult, they've done it wrong. If you walk out and you go, I was inspired and I had a good time, you've done it right. And they seem to not, it's easier and less creative to have a hard workout than it is to have a fun and and inspirational one. Absolutely. Jared, I walked into Solid Core. We got into a plank and I was like, cool, little plank series to warm up. It was 10 minutes long. We did 10 minute variations on a plank on a reformer for like, no, that is that's no human not, being should need to do that. I'm not, not trying to Soleil right. for what reason, for what re- I'm off. And obviously I'm falling out. And they, the lady's like making fun of me the whole time. Right. Inspiring, not making fun, but like, she's like, Oh, look at the new people. You know, no. you got it. Get off your elbows. And I'm like, I can't. And it's okay that I can't. Because for what reason do I need to be able to hold this position for 10 minutes? Do you know something I don't? Difficulty does not make a great fitness instructor. It's not about difficulty. It's do I want to do this tomorrow? Does it keep me consistent? Did I enjoy the breakup of my routine? And if all they're saying is like, oh, no one can do it. Well, maybe the test is too hard, teacher. If we have to curve, you know, add a curve to this, then you've created a test that's undoable. Maybe you didn't teach right. At a certain point, she goes, <laughs> completely serious. Now, who here is over 30? Oh, my God. Now you're going to remind me that death is around the corner? 
And also just the implication that that's old and the rest right. of these women who, by the way, are paying like $50 for a 45 minute class. No one in their twenties needs to be doing that. No. That is a financially irresponsible decision for everyone, but specifically in the first 25 years of your life. That's chaos. Right. Who, who I, was like, came- I gotta go. I gotta. So who here's 30, who here came with their Walker? Who are the old geriatrics? That's me. Right. It's me. I can't hold the plank. I fell down. Laura, I'm so happy you're here on the show. Everyone needs to go follow Laura at Laura Sogar on Instagram. Uh, She has a podcast. She does stand up too. I've been on the podcast. Go listen. Great show. Um, Also, Risky Business News. What is that podcast to tell people about? I think that's interesting. Oh, it's like the, all I want to do with my life. I'm going to be honest. I talk shit about work scandals, like company scandals with my great friend and co-host May Planner. It's the best. It's like the best hour of my life every single week where we get to just talk about like Elon Musk and what he's been up to, for instance. I think we've done seven parts on him now. I just did the uh, FTX scandal. Seven. Don't even get me started because I have seven hours worth of discussion on Elon that you could go and review on the pod, but it's the best. Every single person's company is probably, uh, they're probably all sleeping together and, Mm. you know, blackmailing politicians and stealing money. And that's exactly what we talk about. It's the best. And we're idiots. So we like explain it at the same time. So it's called Risque Business with a Q. Risky business news. Go get involved. Go listen. Also, she does stand up too. At Laura Sogar on Instagram. Yeah, I got into an argument with my dad about Elon Musk, and he was like, "I love it, free speech." And I was like, "I go, I go. You don't think it's a little bit more gray than that?" And he's like, "No." And I'm like, "Okay, so I don't know what we're." I, there are people, but that's the thing. They get attached to one narrative, and that's all it is. And you go. Yeah, I don't know if that's like I I was like comparing Twitter to like, you know, the airport. And I'm like, yeah, there's it's a private company that has to have oversight of some sort. Like you got to have TSA pre or TSA at the airport. Why shouldn't they have to deal with anything? There's also like laws involved and all these like kind of things like the, for instance, all the crypto stuff where people are getting scammed. And it's like, well, what's Twitter's obligation for that? Like, wow. do they need to have for some sort of protection or when it starts to be like um, m- misinformation is obviously the who I can go on for a long time. But misinformation is like, what is their responsibility to kind of amend that? They've done a good job adding the banner at the bottom. But mm. um, Elon Musk, whew, do you, I understand why some people like him. But what is your background in this? Like, you do you have a background like the misinformation thing? Like, that's something where I go. I feel not smart enough. I don't feel smart enough to even talk. And I'm like, this can't be a good thing. And then people go, well, they'll believe what they believe. So that's kind of why we started not to keep pushing on that podcast. That's why we started it. Is I was like, all right, like I'm, I studied econ, which means I drank a lot. In college. Right. <laughs> and then I, you know what I mean? And then I, um, I work in cybersecurity. Cool. So I have like a little bit of a background, but it's I'm I'm not an MBA grad. Like I'm not anything like that. So basically we just read the articles around it and then try to do a summary for like people who don't know anything, because that's my huge thing. I was like, why don't I get to know about this kind of stuff? You know, I have thoughts. I have, if I ever have, I have an opinion, I'll throw an opinion into almost anything. So being able to read about like the the different policies that they put in place and then being like, oh, that doesn't seem to make sense. The one with Twitter is specifically interesting because Elon's coming in like he's this big expert, but he's never run a social media company, which is like largely culture based versus like, Mm. did you create a rocket that can go to space? Yes or no. And that's it. (laughs) This is like, hey, is this a different, different thing? Well, listen, ever go listen to Risque Business uh, Podcast at Laura Sogar on Instagram. Go follow Hilarious Comic. Let's get into the lounge. Ready? Let's do it. Luxury Lounge. Nothing in Europe is free. Dear Jared, Feather Feather, longtime listener. I'm an American living abroad in Poland for almost two years now. 
I'm sure you noticed on your trip to France that certain luxuries we have in America come at a price in Europe, like paying a euro to use the bathroom in public places. Well, recently I started going to the gym again. On my first day, I brought with me all the gym essentials, including my half-filled water bottle, not thinking anything of it. I started working out and drank all the water quickly, so I walked around looking for the automatic water bottle refill fountains. I didn't see any water fountains, so I asked my boyfriend, and he said, you have to pay for a new water bottle there aren't any fountains if you really want it you can go to the bathroom sink and fill up yours i was shocked and mortified what do you think did you come into contact with this in greece well i did not go to any gym that is first of all that is insane that just seems like just capitalism should take hold and be like hey how about we're the gym with water fountains i don't right. know do you want to maybe come to gym with water fountain <laughs> over here or do you want to stick to crazy gym that's trying to make you dehydrated like in a dangerous way right also do europeans not drink water because this is a theme they hate cold water it seems they hate ice they hate cold water they hate big glasses the glasses are always a thimble here's the other thing is like we are moving more the problem is also the timing of it if it was 1982 and they were like, yeah, the water fountain's coin-operated, uh, you got to use a euro to go to the bathroom, I'd be like, okay, 2022, we are in a cashless, card, you know, nothing world. So you leave the house with your phone thinking, yeah, I'll Apple Pay wherever I go, especially you go to the gym. You're not walking around with a change purse in case you need a sip of water. Like, that's crazy. Yes, exactly. It's like, aren't you kind of embarrassed, Poland? Aren't you embarrassed right. that you don't even have, like, really? You said all do. free healthcare and all this stuff, but it's like, I can't go release myself? Well, I do. Here's the, the only reason I like the coin-operated toilet is because that means there will be toilets. Like the idea that like True. That's we're, a good point. we're guessing and we're hoping a Starbucks exists. And I said this before, like, and I've said it on this podcast, the fact that you have a membership at a bank where your money is kept and they don't have a bathroom that you can use is crazy to me. The idea that we we're like, oh, what does the bank do for you? It holds my money. Can I use your bathroom? I'm so sorry. I don't care how many millions you have here. And it's like, this is the thing where it's like, I do like knowing, like, I would like the privatization of public restrooms just so I know that I can. And then at that point, it would get better. Like, at least it would be like, you yeah, put like in the coin. Yeah, like bathroom as a service. Right. <laughs> bathroom as a service. You're like, what's my monthly subscription fee to this? Right. And it's, oh, there, there's an app idea. Here's a free app idea for all your, your listeners. Get a group of restaurants pulled together. You run bathroom as a service. Anyone with the app can go in and use their bathroom. And it's nice. It's like a good, right. you know, those good bathrooms right. where you're like, in. you know, when you sit down at the table, you're like, you guys should go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> pretty sick. There's a restaurant. <laughs> the there's a restaurant I know with a bidet near my house in New York. Right. And I always take a trip, whether I have to go or not. I'm just going to take a ride on the uh, on the on the you know on the on the on the carousel for once. But I I do it, it is like it's this weird thing of like expectation versus reality. Like you go to the gym, you expect there to be water. Like you know and and, it, and it's like you look at them and what it, what it makes you it, what what's angering about it is they're taking advantage of you. There's someone in the gym offices at the top floor of a a huge building, the CEO, and they go, sir, what do you think about water fountains? And he goes, those animals can pay for water. And it's like, and it's like you just see him with a big cigar just taking advantage of you because you're in a locked-in place. Yep, absolutely. They're like the profit margins, though. And you're like, right. can you just bake it into the... I'm paying you already. Just bake J it in and make it easier. J Train Podcast. Because <laughs> deal with big water. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Laura Soger. Go follow at Laura Soger. Go, go, go. Check out her podcast. Risque Business News. Luxury Lounge. Apartment Gym does not have Wi Fi.
Jared, feathers everywhere. I'm writing because the gym in my apartment building has no Wi-Fi or service. No, I mean, it's like you're on a plane, at least if you fly economy. How am I supposed to listen to podcasts or scroll on my phone while I toil away on the treadmill if I do not have Wi-Fi? I'm paying for an apartment building with a gym with the expectation that I should have Wi-Fi access. When I enter the gym, I just have to assume there will be not be any family or work emergencies. I've, live, I've thought about writing my building management, but I doubt the problem will ever be fixed. Thank you for listening to my complaint. Sincerely, an angry betch. What do you think? Horrible. I mean, my anxiety is spiking for this man right now. Like I just, my heart rate, eleva- I'm elevated, right? I'm, right. We've got to call. This is another situation. Call Joe Biden immediately. Kind of yeah. deal. Well, Bring the, him in because that is ridiculous. The idea, I'm assuming they're paying a fee for the amenities, probably. That, that's the thing. The idea that you have to walk into this basically windowless room away from the world. Some people go, oh, it's nice to be away from your phone. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I wanna I wanna be in touch. I, I mean the family emergency part is is a big part of it. The, here, there are two things I know about this complaint. And I, here's where I see eye to eye with them. One, the idea that you have to like prepare for the gym in a way like you're packing up things to go away from the world for a while like you go oh before i go i gotta download my podcast i gotta make sure i got enough like twitter stuff you know you know loaded in you're basically packing your phone for a long trip away right exactly it's like you're you're going off the grid for a few minutes and i don't know about you but like i think a lot of people are working out in the middle of the middle of the work day, you know, instead of their lunch break kind of deal. The whole deal is you want part of the reason of having an apartment gym is so that you could immediately exit your workout if needed. Right. That is utter chaos. If your boss calls all of a sudden, Oh, I've been at my computer the whole time. Like, what are you talking about? I'm just like out of breath from these emails. I've been typing. What are you talking about? Right. You've lost the ability to lie. And, and, and it's really correct. And, Here's the other thing. I would ima- here's the most horrific thing that could ever happen. You're midway through, you're on the treadmill, you're doing a 30-minute run, which horrific already. You're 20 minutes in. You're your last 10 minutes. Suddenly, your phone tells you you hit a button on your phone and it goes away from where you downloaded and you can't get back to it because there's no service. Like, like this happens with Spotify sometimes. It's like you'll be on Spotify and you'll download podcasts and then you'll go to open up Spotify and because there's no service, it can't open the app generally. So you can't even get to your downloaded podcast. If I had 10 minutes, 10 minutes on a treadmill with nothing going on, just the sound of my feet hitting the treadmill, that is hell on earth. And that is a possibility when you live in this world. Yeah. Or like the Peloton one. Have you done the Peloton streaming um, on your phone workouts? I've done them before. Yeah. Those things, super popular. And a lot of it's like getting the data from your bike or whatever it is. If you lose in the middle of that and I wasted all of these points that I'm collecting. Oh, my gosh. Right, and I'm never working out again. I'm done. Well, we're done. Also, on that on that note, you're halfway through a workout and you don't even get to finish it. Like there is this unsatisfaction that could happen where if you don't have Wi-Fi, like I've had this where like you know I download workouts again for Zag. I put them on my phone, and then if there's no service, it gets halfway through and it's like it can't download the rest of the streamer. You know, you know when it turns that gray color that shows you you have the rest there. And it's like sometimes it doesn't download all the way. And you're like, I need to finish this. I need to have the beginning, the middle, the end. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Laura Soger. Go follow at Laura Soger. Risky Business News is the podcast as well as she does stand up too. Go follow. Go get involved. Luxury Lounge. I live next door to a man child. Papa JT, I'm a 32-year-old woman who became a homeowner for the first time in February. Congratulations. I bought a small apartment, and I love it. Living alone is truly the greatest thing. This apartment has become my sanctuary. Sometimes I'm afraid I love it too much and will never want to live with anyone again. But now to the complaint. 
About a month ago, the guy who owns the unit next to mine had a new tenant move in. Uh-oh. The guy who is now in the bedroom that shares a wall with mine plays terrible music or video games super loud all night long. I started with the simple mature move of just going over there and asking them to keep it down. Nothing changed. So I had to reach out to our HOA president about it. This made me feel like such a Karen, but I'm losing a ton of sleep here. After getting the HOA landlord involved, I came home to this note on my door. You ready? We'll put the note up on on the screen. Hiya. I already hate this person. Hiya. H-I-Y-A. Hiya. You Hiya. wrote that like as, a, as an adult. Wrote that as one word. Hiya. Right. No, that's too friendly. You're coming to me. It's the note from the neighbor who's been loud that you complain about. Don't try and soften this. Hello. Come at me like a professional. Hiya. No, 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 no. We're not having fun here. I'm not sleeping. Hiya. No. <laughs> it's Justin from next door. Sorry about the noise. I'll try harder to keep it down slash respectful during the later hours. I'm half deaf and listen to a lot of music. Just knock on my wall. Sorry again. See, it's not a fair fight. The half deaf thing. That came in hot with the half deaf thing. That's a tough one. Oh, and by the way, I don't know what half deaf means. I'm sure that one ear. One ear? Or you. Half on both? Right. And that's the thing. I feel for anyone that deals with some sort of loss of hearing. I, I, I mean, but you have to live in a world, in a society, when you because you, what he's doing right there is like, oh, and by the way, you're kind of evil. By the way, back away. Your problem is with someone who has an issue. And you go, dude, you can put on headphones. Like you live in an apartment, you can. There's other ways around this. There's there's also hearing devices that you can insert. My my dad has them. My dad has a hearing loss. He has to put in the and and they go inside. And it's like to make what they're doing is they're adding a layer of get the fuck away because you're gonna be evil for messing with someone who's half deaf. Which you both things can be true. You can be an asshole and half deaf. You can handle life wrong. The email writes, what the fuck? He expects me to get woken up and then nag him to fix his... Exactly. This is a great point by the email. He expects me to get woken up and then nag him to fix his behavior. Knock on the wall. No, 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 no. Stop doing it. Why would he hear that? How is he going to hear the knock on the wall if he's half deaf? No, dude, it says no loud music. Don't trust it. No, no, dude, it says no loud music after 10 p.m. Deal with it. I'm not your mother or your babysitter. I'm not going to do the, oh, honey, remember to keep it down. Yeah, I agree. Grow up. And of course, a few hours after. What's that? They're not dating. She does not own that. And of course, uh, a few hours after receiving this note, I was again woken up by shitty house music. here's the tough part. I'm a woman living alone, so I'm kind of scared to piss these guys off. Oh, I like what she did. Well, I like what she did. She went, she's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll raise your victim with my victim. <laughs> and that's what this person. Woman alone. Good luck, half death. Good luck. Because right. let's just go ahead and say it. I would... Historically, more bad things on me. Right, right, right. We need a celeb. We, and you know, we're celebrity death match. We need a victim death match. <laughs> let's put up, we'll put up a poll. Half death versus woman living alone. I agree. I'm with woman living alone. That's a harder. I, I think things are harder on her. Straight male half death. Uh, half death. Nah, ah. Don't care about your issues. Listening to house music. Also, let's add that to the mix. This guy. Right. Whose side are you on? Woman living alone. Single woman. You should uh, c- consider going out. Perhaps. Maybe he should leave his apartment. And you know what? (laughs) And you know what? He can go out at any hour of the day because he's a man who doesn't have to deal with the 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 strife of being a woman alone in the streets. Like that. There you go. There you go. I'm a woman living alone. 
So I'm kind of scared to piss off these guys. And we joke, and I, but I agree with her. You don't want to get this guy annoyed. How do I make it stop? I have some pretty big guy friends. I've considered asking one of them to go over there and kind of imply that they also live with me. But I'm, maybe I'm being paranoid. Bla- blasting music all night alone seems like weird behavior, so maybe this guy's uh, unpredictable. What do you think? How do we help this woman? I, it's horrible. Our- so she, first of all, I think that needs to be handled at the beginning with another note because just tit for tat kind of thing. And it has right. to start with also hiya, you know, just give him a taste hiya. of his own medicine, just out the gate. <laughs> hiya, you kind of scare me. You might be a fucking predator, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think you just go, I don't know. I love, I love referencing documentation. Listen, if there's documentation, I'm going to go get that. Go to the homeowners association code, pull out whatever 10 p.m. loud noise issue and then whatever subsequent fees would come with it and just be like, hey, I'm sorry. It's not, you know, it's the policy for the place. So at this point, since they've been notified, I have to do another if it happens again. And the fee is five hundred dollars or whatever it is. Right. Have at it. I think that's a good option. I My thought, it sounds like she had a good relationship with the owner of the apartment. Oh, yeah. When, good point. When you're, the, when you're the owner of the apartment, you don't want to piss off another owner. It's more the owner's problem than, you know, the tenant is a tenant. I, I think you have to go to the, you have to make the owner very aware of how you feel about this. And I, I, and it, and I acknowledge like the danger involved. This is a man alone who's basically not getting it. So that's even scarier. I don't know, you know, I, I would inform people you're dealing with this, but going to the owner and the president and, and what she should do, and we made fun of this a little, but it is her way to get things, you know, taken seriously. She needs to bring the note to the owner and the president of the HOA and say that I feel a little bit scared. And make them know that you are feeling, because she writes, I feel scared. She's thinking of bringing in bigger friends. Like, you're, what are you? You're yeah, first a- of all, don't, that does not need to happen. We don't need to involve more no. large men. Right. And, <laughs> and it's like, you're going to fight? fight the half deaf guy? We're not fighting anyone. Right. And, and like, you're, yeah, you're bringing in your your heavies, like you're a mob boss. And I get what the thought process. I get it, for sure. I would go no. Go to the president of the HOA and go to the, uh, the the owner and show them this note and go, hey, he's not getting it. I feel and the more he doesn't get it, the more fearful I get to like interact with him because I don't want to get I'm a young woman living alone. Bring that up. Let them know because they might not understand that that's an issue or be something on your mind. And then you say, hey, can you understand? And, and I would write what I wrote to but you wrote to me, but without the. They can't, you can't write that the house music is shitty. It just has to be loud music. Stick to the facts, not your opinion. Stay away from opinions, more the facts. And the results. So she's losing sleep. So it's impacting her. And then also, I think very importantly, after having a conversation with them, follow up with an email and document the fact that you spoke to them. I've, I've been reading too much about business stuff. You know, and then note the fact that you don't want this brought up directly that you're having this issue with the person because you feel potentially unsafe so that they kind of have a uh, requirement to put some anonymity, anonymity, doesn't matter, uh, around it. Right. <laughs> um, so that way that she doesn't have to, like, this is an issue between the owner who's doing the, the lease with the renter and the renter, and then ultimately the homeowners association. It shouldn't really be up to her to enforce the policies of the organization. That's what's well. That's what's so annoying. That's what's so annoying about the HOA is like, okay, now you've made it me versus him. Like you need to it's let the them know. Fee. This is a fee, right? You deal with it, HOA, right? And you can't out me like this. The whole floor has a pro- if I have a problem. The people under them have a problem. The people above them have a problem. To the people to the right, to the left. You need to say it's a lot of people because this person is doing wrong based on the rules after 10 p.m. And here's another thing. What I would do if I were her, tape it. Next time it wakes you up, let's record it. Show them. Let's get facts 
not opinions. Stay away from shitty house music. It's music after 10. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Laura Soger. Go follow on Instagram at Lois. Laura Sogar. Correct. Sogar. Okay. I hate mispronouncing. Go follow immediately. Luxury Lounge, first place scientist winner, fifth place prize. Jared Feather, Feather, longtime listener. Your podcast keeps me sane at work and life. We assembled the group chat, saw you live in Detroit, and you killed it. Well, thank you. Here is my luxury complaint. I'm an infectious disease scientist. Wow. I can't believe a scientist listens to my itty-bitty podcast. Our university. And I'd imagine they've been busy. Right. Busy busy people right there. Busy times for this person. Our university hosts a competition for research project within the college. I have been blessed to have won first place every year for the past three years in my specialty category. Wow. And in these three years to win first place in an infectious disease site, that's crazy. Were you did you make the vaccine? Is this the guy that made the vaccine? Right. We're talking about right now. Listen to this podcast. And that's the thing you go, it's like to impress people during a pandemic with your infectious disease project. Like, wow. What can I say? I work my ass off and do niche projects. Every year, the prize was a few hundred dollars for first place and a little less for second place and sometimes third. This year, I won yet again. Congratulations. But the total price of $1,250 was distributed equally. Among the top five projects, basically, I got only 250 as much as my annoying new colleague who plays fifth. Well, hold on. That's not first place. That's fucked up. I am not asking for a gold medal. Just give me $50 more than every person placed less than me. Also, this country does not pay scientists and researchers enough for what they do. I might as well pick pick up my annual $500 price. I might as well pick up my annual $500 price when I deserve it prize when i deserve it thank you for hearing me rant sincerely another underpaid immigrant woman in science look at she went full so much going on here (laughs) at the end she gets us with immigrant woman in science oh shit this is even worse she walked here oh (laughs) (laughs) she she rode a boat over to sell this pandemic for us right and and we reward her we reward her with the same Right, with the same prize as some fifth pace loser. What do you think? I mean, I'm furious. I have there's so many issues to unpack. First of all, you guys should be paid way more. I think that goes right. without saying. Uh I don't run infectious disease world, so don't know how to tell you about that, but just for the record, you should get more money. Second right. of all, if it's a contest and the rules beforehand said you get this amount of money, second place gets this amount of money, and they change those rules post-contest, Joe Biden, once again, right. get him involved right. because this is ridiculous. Phone. That I am a competitive person. I would freak out. Freak out. Like, this immediately. Is, it caused problems. It's anti-American. It is anti-the... She, 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 I mean, I'm happy she signed off another underpaid immigrant woman in science. She left whatever country she was in to come here to win first plot prize. That is the most, uh, nothing is more American than standing up on the top of the podium that says, I won, and holding the money that everyone else didn't get and going, fuck you losers, I'm the best. And she lost out on this. Because why? To make the fifth place person feel better? Fuck no. The fifth place person should come back next year and try and do better the next time. Because they lost. There is nothing. And here's the the biggest issue. This is infectious disease. We need these scientists to be motivated. We do not need them to be complacent. Yeah, we need them on their A game. We need to right. have every little we need every we need to double the prize money. Right. Well, double the prize money, but also make the I need the fifth place scientists to feel bad enough about themselves. They should that, pay. You should pay. Yeah. Right. They should be right. contributing to the prize money at that point. Right. So that next year, 
So they, they feel the pain. I need these scientists to feel the pain so that they come out next year and go, well, I'm here with a cure for cancer. And you go, what? what? Well, I was inspired by seeing that immigrant woman on top of the, pe- the podium and I'm sitting here a loser. I go, I got to go, come back better next year. And now we're all sitting here cancer free because this person was shamed. That sh- this is, we have eradicated shame. This, there needs to be more shame in the science community. There needs to be more. Like, we experience shame as comedians that go on stage all the time. So that's why we try to get better and funnier. But we don't help the world. This is ruining the world. Can you imagine if that happened in a comedy competition? Just the Facebook threads that would oh go God. off. Oh, right. And we're allowed to complain because everyone thinks they're making it into a joke or whatever. In the science community, I'm sure they sound like assholes. They're like, isn't it nice we all got $250? It's like, no, it's not nice. I won. I want $1,000, and you idiots should get nothing. J Train Podcast. You should have tried harder. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Anti straight cut potato fries. Okay. New listener to the podcast, but long-term fan of you in general. Love your comedy and vibe. Well, thank you. My luxury complaint is the, for the grocery employee at my local grocery store who filled my pickup order this week. With my regular groceries, I ordered sweet potato waffle fries as a sweet treat for the week. To my surprise, when I picked up my groceries, they were out of stock of the fries and replaced, with, uh, replaced the waffle fries with straight-cut plain potato fries. No, that is not the same. <clears throat> not sure if I'm super picky, but in what world is a plain potato fry an acceptable replacement for a sweet potato fry in any variety? Down with straight cut potatoes. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it sounds, uh, I mean, that's absolutely unacceptable. So I completely agree, especially, okay, especially because when you're eating French fries, it's typically something that you know is not great for you, right? right. And if you're going to do something that's not like a little sweet treat, like they mentioned, do it correctly. You're not going to do right. half of a sweet treat and then get all of the bad stuff, all the calories for a straight cut potato fry, which I agree is shouldn't even be made. Garbage, right. garbage, but mostly. So every once in a while you get a good one, but mostly, especially from the grocery store, garbage. If, if it's not McDonald's, like if it's not McDonald's, the straight, you know, anything compared to a McDonald's straight cut fry is just nothing. Here's the thing. Not worth it. You can't go waffle to straight. It's got to go waffle. Here's here's what I would have accepted. Curly. I'll accept a curly. Curly's good. But you also have to say sweet. I would have because it's a sweet potato waffle fry. That's totally different. So if they had gone sweet potato waffle fry, to sweet potato straight fry, I would get it. We need one thing to connect. It either has to be crazy shape to match the waffle shape, or it has to be sweet potato to match the sweet potato. You can't just go, nothing matched here. Not one thing. These are two different food groups. They're just going to go get russet potatoes from the produce aisle and be like, same thing, right? Just what you want? <laughs> no. Russian, no. Here's some potato chips. Say, uh, yeah, here's some Cape Cods. No. What the fuck are we talking about? J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Laura, I'm going to give you the choice of the last email. We'll do one more. You've been great. Everyone go follow Laura Sogar. Go follow Instagram podcast. She's got Risque Business News, and she does stand up too. Also, great comedy shows that you do, the Brooklyn Underground Comedy, all fun shows. I've done Laura's shows before. They're great, and Laura's fantastic on stage and so funny. So I'll give you the choice. There's two left, okay? All right. Divorce blocked from TSA Pre or cookie, Cookie Power Ranking. Both fun. I mean, I need so cookie power ranking. I know what that means. I got it, and I want to do that, but I kind of want to hear more about what the heck divorce TSA is all about. Okay, we're gonna have to get the cookie. So we're going divorce TSA. Also, the cookie power ranking has a little bit of homework that I didn't really see. 
So maybe we'll do that another episode. Okay. Divorce blocked from TSA Pre. Jared, esteemed guest. Patreon and UA podcast subscriber here will thank you. Can't get enough J Train laughs. Thank you. I write in with a complaint that I voice often, but I don't feel it gets much sympathy. But I think Jared will understand as an avid, uh, avid advocate of TSA PreCheck. I am. I got TSA Pre after I got married and changed my name. I separated and got divorced after my husband had an affair. Well, sorry. And changed my name back to my maiden name, which was a huge pain in the ass in itself. If that wasn't enough, I lost my TSA Pre because my ID did not match my TSA registration. I mean, this is like insult to fucking injury. Yeah, I that, tried that to, is oh, Like all of this sucks. Like, And it's all... Just, just go- only downside. This is all bad, and all of it, you know what hovers over all of it? None of this is going to a company that makes money off of this. It's all government institutions. You're, this person probably knows everyone that works at their DM, DMV, like, like at this point. <laughs> and it's also like this is the first divorce that the government dealt with. Really? The first right. person with TSA pre that got divorced. And they're like, we don't know. Right. I mean, maybe you should have thought about that before you, uh, you know, worked on that marriage. Maybe you should get a couple counseling. Right. I, at this point, at this point, I'd go back to my husband. I'd be like, I don't care that you cheated. I, I, I got to get through TSA. I, I can't. We'll figure this out. Yeah. I tried to make an appointment to, pre, to re-register, but because my social security number was already associated with the registration, I, I was blocked from making an appointment. I mean, my God. I even had a friend of a friend of a friend ask someone at the Department of Homeland Security how I could get around this technical issue, and the advice was to go to the airport where they have TSA pre-appointments and wait until there was a random opening, flag someone down, and explain my situation. Now you're going to go to the airport to not take a flight? At the time, I lived in a city where the only appointments were at the airport 45 minutes from home, not in a Russian, not in rush hour, and have a super demanding job at a law firm that doesn't leave me time for fun stuff, much less hanging out at the airport hoping there's a window to beg someone to help me. So, I haven't, I, so I've spent the last five years begrudgingly flying without TSA pre... Oy, this is... This is like, uh, what's it called? This is, uh, what, what is it? The, this is before you get to hell. This is like the way to purgatory. This purgatory. Is purgatory. <laughs> She's living in the river sticks. I spent She's like, I paid for that. Right. So I have spent, uh, often buying a first class ticket to at least get in the premier line. That's the major luxury lounge part. After my five years, after five years, my TSA pre finally expired. So I'm now able to make an appointment and plan to do so ASAP. Oh, finally, you've walked through hell to get to this. But I hate thinking about how many times I removed my shoes, laptops, and liquids over the last five years. And sometimes I'm, I'm even more livid than when I think about the affair. Thanks for all you do to keep the laughs going and hoping to get tickets for your New York special. Thank you so much for writing in. We obviously we see this person should be. This is like, I mean, it's like Andy Dufresne way, you know, going to jail for, for a crime. He didn't commit like this person didn't commit a crime and they're getting punished. This is the absolute most insult to injury right there and the worst part is you know her ex-husband cruising through tsa pre shoes on multiple laptops just cruising through showing up late to the airport this poor poor lady this needs to be referenced by you know the you know the woman that's like i'm a woman living alone like and women have to move have to change their name and in the case of a divorce, I would have an issue getting my TSA pre back. Like, this is like, <laughs> when, like I would ra- like when I hear like women make seventy five cents on the dollar. No, this is something where I'd be like, it, no, I get it. This is horrible. We gotta stop. Yeah, we gotta Women's figure. Rights, man, feminist in me is furious. <laughs> so I will say this is a missed opportunity for Clear. Have we talked? Have you talked about Clear? I'm a Clear. So I have it all. I have clear and TSA pre clear clear is to me. It's, it's not enough. If you have them both together, you are living in the land of it's amazing. You gotta, you gotta marry them to really have, because now I see the TSA pre line is getting bigger and bigger at at LaGuardia. And I'm like, I'm like thankful for the clear. 
So the problem with clear is you don't, at least I don't know all the airports that have it and I have it. So I assume they all do. And every once in a while I get there and they're like, we don't have clear. This is right. Omaha. And you're like, well, <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm going to miss my flight for sure. Right. It's like no shot, no shot. Um, but I feel like clear should have seen this opportunity to be like, let's just get these divorced women, this right. smallest pool of people, bring them in here little complimentary clear lifetime customer right lifetime yeah let's get clear on the horn they should be offering this to anyone going through a divorce divorce women let's make up the gap that's going on here <laughs> this is the answer it's a feminist problem it's clear right. come on j train podcast at gmail.com laura thank you so much for coming on this is fantastic <laughs> this is a delight thank you for having me so much fun Everyone go follow Laura at Laura Sogar on Instagram, the podcast, Risque Business News. She does stand-up too. I've been on She Does Stand-Up Too. Great podcast. Laura's fantastic on stage. So funny. Go follow immediately. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. We'll be back next episode. Boom.